Yes, 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 it's Monday, December 30th, this is episode 33, yes, Chris Draper, this is a wrap with Maz and friends, except uh, you're wondering, this isn't Tom Mazaway, no, this is Darren McCarty, four-time Stanley Cup champion, host of Grind Time with Darren McCarty here on NRM Streamcast, and I am joined today, it's a Mac and Black takeover. You might have known him from back in the day if you're as old as I am, uh, competed on the Survivor, one of... Uh, Guy's been on WDF fan. He's been around here in the sports uh, world. Uh, great, great guy. Great to have uh, Clarence Black. How are you, sir? What up, Mac? And uh, I'm going to leave Ethan Perlman. We're always joined by Ethan, but uh, I'm going to let him wallow here a little bit because yeah, he took a, hug, a tough one hey, on Saturday night. I was night. coming up the stairs, man. Ethan was is, is at the vending machine, and I gave him a hug. I just had to hug him, man. <laughs> I mean, like you wouldn't say, I just come here, man. You did, and we're. Here. Gave him a hug, man, because I know it's got to, it hurts. And what we're referencing for everybody that doesn't know is that Clemson victory over the Ohio State University Buckeyes. My boy, the Ethan, the Buckeye guy, he uh, he's hurting a little bit. Uh, we're going to touch on some NFL, obviously, all the playoff matchups. And uh, we got the college football. We got the, uh, the championship game. Uh, obviously, the first game, the uh, Oklahoma LSU, Joe Burrow setting a record. Uh, seven passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. unreal, man. Joe Cool. Joe Cool, and then the second game, the Clemson game, OSU game. That what a great game, though. There's some there's some studs out there, and uh, you know it's unfortunate it comes down to it, but uh, you know it, it goes to our conversation, Clarence, because we were in here on Friday with Maz, and um, it's culture, and I think that the the culture that Dabo Sweeney and Clemson has start has started with there, and even though the schedule that they played, there's that attitude, and to come down to crunch time to be able to be in a position for your defense to step up, to intercept, and it doesn't matter if it was a broken route or anything like that, you put yourself in that position to win, and Clemson did that. You guys were, <coughs> so think back to the, so you guys, specifically to back-to-back, so 97-98. So by 97, though, you guys had been deep. And by 98, so you had you had kind of, you understood Regular season's a grind. Playoffs are a whole different mentality. But who was the team that was kind of chasing you? Who was like, who were the guys that kind of, where you just kind of looked and everybody talked about them and you'd be like, whatever, we'll see. We'll we'll worry about it in April. Well, it it was always for that time period, Colorado, except, you know, and Dallas was the one. It was always the mentality it was going to come down to us in in Colorado. Now, when it didn't come, when we got beat out and when they went to the finals in 2001 and we won in 98, we went through Dallas. But if you look at it, you always own some teams. We own St. Louis, we (laughs) own Phoenix, and we own Chicago. In fact, I always tell the Chicago people when they introduce me and say they're Blackhawks fans, I said, well, you're thanking me right because i retired so you could win and then you could because i was done with scotty bowman so you could have the bowman effect with stan who's the gm in uh chicago and scotty's obviously there so um but there's always the ones that are trying to prove so we always knew we had to keep the chicago's st louis and then the winnipeg slash arizona's phoenix's whatever you want to call them but it's weird that people and the reason i bring that up is because there were people that and I remember, like, people would be like, yeah, I mean, this, you know, like, man, these these blues, it's, the, it's their year, and they're ready. And and it's like, I think that Ohio State, deep down, believed. Like, they forgot. I think both teams believe. Like, well, I yeah. think people forgot, and this is what I was saying, I think people forgot. 
And I said it. You don't win 28 straight right. without having something on the inside that you you can't. You just you you can't even quantify you can't qualify well, the quanti- or quantify the quantification and here it goes to is and you hear me the joke about it or half serious or whatever but I got four cups the quantification is winning the championship so if Clemson had got there lost to Alabama then I don't think that the, because there's something to knowing what it takes to get over the line there's one thing to get to the door and to be able to just to look in the so window so there are times you can look at a guy and say. You want one. You want buddy. it. I, I got one. I got, I got it. And I know. You don't know yet what it takes yes. to get there. 16. And this is. I, you don't I, know what it takes. 16. Nothing. And this is this is right mm-hmm. here. When, when, you, when you have not played that team, the worst thing that could have happened to Ohio State was 16 to nothing. The worst thing. Because then they're like, oh, we are, we're good. They're not that good. That that sixteen and nothing confirmed everything that every writer had been saying. Well, see, this is why. And everybody I saw Twitter was like, "Oh, overrated, blah blah blah." That's but the best part is... about Twitter, by the way. Oh, it's the best part. You can go back. You can say, "Hey, our oh. But that it it and after the game, man, what you find out is Dabo was pissed. Like he had he had literally been waiting for this because he wanted he was trying to get people to understand almost like do you idiots have any idea how hard it is to take eighteen to twenty two year olds and get them into the victory circle for twenty eight straight weeks? You don't do that without having something. And Trevor Lawrence mentioned it. Yep. Yes, they paid attention all year. We won. How do you win and get dropped? How are you to defend it? He's like, we start the season number one. We're the defending national champions. We go don't undefeated. Lose a game and you make and, us, you yeah. make us three. And there's and a di- there's a disrespect. There's a to, such a disrespect. But the, and and then whether you call it, you know, karma or whatever else. But there's just that the thing that separates the greatest of teams. And we're gonna, we're getting in. You're gonna find it in the final. Like this should be a great. A great final game for the national championship, but as we enter into these NFL playoffs, it's the fine line. You know, it's it's right down to the little, the smallest things, and and coaches know that. Um, you know, when you when you look at that, is that sometimes you get that mis misinformation where you let your guard down, and and you know, to me, it shows you more about what Clemson is when and what Dabo Sweeney is. When you're chasing, when you're the hunter. You have got to take sixteen and zero, and it's done. And, when you and, have sixteen, you have to, and that's that's pedigree. Yeah. And if I was a, the reason why this hurts as an Ohio State fan is for this reason: you have no place else to go except to a national title. Yeah. Now, now you're you done. Win, win the yeah. Big Ten, people will go, okay, you're supposed to no. beat Michigan. Now you're almost. So, so what now? Yeah. The only thing you can do is win a playoff game and win a national title. Yep. Or you your success level has now become, hey, you gotta be Bama. You gotta be Clemson. You gotta be LSU. You gotta be you have to now your peer group, Michigan ain't in your peer group no more. No. Beating Michigan of nope. Ohio State fans talk to me about, oh, we beat blue. I'm like, so what? My mom can beat Michigan. I don't care. Right. Now your peer group is like three people and you ain't there. But and that would ah, that would bother yeah. me. And well, what's going to bother you a lot is because it, when you're viewed that way, think about the Michigans, the Michigan States, the Wisconsin's, all these other teams, the Penn States, 
they're looking at Ohio State because they know, like, any team in the SEC, like, any team looks at Alabama, at LSU. Like, we can – those are games you mark because they're the dog, the top dog. Now, that's the whole thing. This year with OSU, this next year coming up, the future year, how do they respond Right, because it's how you respond yeah. to losing. That's what builds the character, right? All along, you go back to we lost before we ended up winning. Well, if we don't lose to Jersey and and set the league record, lose to Colorado, I don't think we win four. I think we probably win one, but you don't build because you build that hard casing, that oh, that that tough skin, and where you don't care. Your well, feelings, you third, lose your feelings. You don't have feelings anymore. This is the third loss, and Ohio State today can't say they belong on that tier yet. And that sucks. Right. Because you can because say we're good enough. Because everybody had them on that tier. Yes, everybody Before had them on. Game, yes. They, get, they, yes. they placed it. They went, here, you're in this tier, you know, before, and they, they almost were like, Clemson, yeah, yeah, you're the old news. And then Clemson went, wait, wait. They belong there. Right. They belong there, but not there. No. Won yeah. a national title. Yeah. Won a national title, so I'm not taking that but, away. But their schedule, but I, I, because I who agree. they play. I do agree. They don't, they're don't. they not on the top tier of top two, but they are on the top tier, I believe, of top five yes. teams. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. But now that you're there, it's so it, I view it the same way Oklahoma now. Yeah. If all you're going to – so now Ohio State and Oklahoma are known for you're going to make the fi- you're going to make the final four and get blown out. So they're state. They're the state mm-hmm. of college football. State's going to make a – like when state makes the final four, now I'm like, so what? Right. Like yeah. give me another national title, Tom. Yeah. So now Ohio State's in this really odd box of your success now makes everything you do before December irrelevant because now you're supposed to. Absolutely. And now – and this is, I think, what Dabble, what Ohio State now is going to experience is what Dabble was saying. Do you have to literally find a way to get your 18 to 22 year olds to give a to give a shit about mm-hmm. what's going to happen before December? Right. Yeah. Michigan, everybody else is like they got to make that they already by default Ohio State, you're basically saying like, "Hey, it's we got to be one of those four in December to validate that we are on that tier." Yeah. And that's what Dabo was saying. That's why that win, I think that win specifically, national title is going to be, mm-hmm. it's it's a tosser. It's a tosser. Those, it's going to be a great game. But that, I think the Ohio, more than anything, because he was, he, such a bigger he was trying to say, you guys are anointing them. And they, it, no, look at what we do. Well, and the funny thing is, people were saying that, you know, they were hyping up Ohio State so much, but Ohio State wasn't even the favorite to win the game. Right. So, no, so, Vegas, yeah. So that's the thing, you know. You can say all along that everybody thought Ohio State was going to win. Clearly, a lot of people didn't because the favorite to win the game anyways was Clemson. And as an Ohio State fan, the only thing that really frustrated me early on was you get three red zone possessions and you get three field goals. Well, you know that's that from your Lions fandom. That's the kiss yeah. of death. Yeah, you had to turn those into touchdowns. At least one. And I thought they, and, were, so, uh, I thought they were conservative. I thought they were so conservative, but again, man, middle, you can't. Yeah. Yes, at the beginning they started off aggressive. They kind of got conservative after getting out to that lead, and you see them get back to the aggressiveness towards the end, and that's what was working. Clemson couldn't get guys on and off the field without getting flagged because you were going so quick. You knew what you had to do. 
uh, they needed to do that for all 60 minutes of the game, and they didn't. Yeah, do that. So, so we talk a lot about here about you know the Michigan, Michigan State. I want to hear Ethan from because you're a diehard OSU. Like, yeah. where are you at going from here? You know, like you know Clarence, where he says, but that game ends. You're disappointed. You've had a couple of days to think about it. What? Are your expectations for yeah. OSU moving forward as a fan? And and do you like, care what's about left? anything? Right. Or do you basically do you feel like I gotta wait another three hundred and sixty five or three hundred and sixty four days the, for this to come back around? The only thing I care about right now that I want the college football to address is the targeting rule. Because I think the targeting rule should be there, but the rules need to change on it. That was my only gripe was while they did go to the the letter of the of the rule on on Sean Wade and that was a big turning point in the game oh, when he huge, got huge. when he got ejected they they got the call right but as a football fan and as you know someone who's watched the game for a long time you can't you can't fault what Sean Wade did no because he's trying to decide am I going to hit him or wrap him and, and he, that was my thing that's why I said about pad level him. it was past the pat his the pad level changed Trevor Lawrence changed the pad yeah, level. Yeah. Sean, his, his pad, Sean Wade's pad level never changed. He was yep. coming in. All, it was just a matter of, am I going to pop him or wrap him? And he wrapped him. And he wrapped him. And, you know, I at first when the flag came out, I thought it was on Chase Young for wrapping him around the neck to finish off the play at first. Um, but my whole thing is, okay, yes, it was a helmet. The helmets did hit. College football needs to address what a target is versus what a helmet-to-helmet contact is. Because, as we saw in the Oklahoma-LSU game, there was a targeting. Coming across the field, defender, linebacker, takes out the LSU running back by launching himself into the head-and-neck area of the LSU player. That warrants an ejection because you're nowhere near the play and you're just taking a guy out. It's a football... You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit hard. Well, see, that's my thing about the kicker. I'm like, the kicker's got to be live, man. Because that kid is coming. Yeah. That kid is coming full speed. And he's trying to get to the ball. And the punter's live. The punter's wearing pads and playing football. Like, give me a break. That one I had a problem with because the the dude is – He's kicking into the zone. But I just – I don't like punters. So, I I, (laughs) – punters and kickers, I'm like – Dude, you and my boy Cap Sunset in Florida, dude, he has no – Play football, dude. But but addressing to where Ohio State, I think they'll be next year, I think they're going to be even better. They're going to have a lot of their offense returning. You're going to lose – J.K. Dobbins, which is going to be a big yeah. loss, but it will be replaced. Um, Do you think – I'm I'm curious how Ryan Day handles the pressure of the – expect because the expectation is just going to be there's nothing on your all, – all you guys can do is mess up because yeah. otherwise people are going to say yeah. you should be – think about the four teams that are, we're going to say – so you know your preseason four already. Your preseason four already are going to be – LSU, I don't know Alabama. That LSU will be a preseason top four just because I haven't. Oh, for sure. I haven't had the time to look at their recruiting. Okay, class. so let's They're just say talent. All right, so LSU. Yep. Or let's say Alabama, Clemson, Ohio, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, we can call them the triplets, right? Since yep. they've been really the dominant kind of the the three, okay. and maybe we want to say then okay, then we'll take another little three of Georgia, um, you know, uh, Ohio State. Or I mean, I, it, yeah, you can slice and dice it any way you want, man. That that four or five preseason or postseason, that it's going to be the same mm-hmm. pure group. Yeah, my my outlook is Ryan Day. He's gonna he's gonna learn from the loss, but I don't think that there's going to be a regress next year. I think if anything, they're they're going to take a look at what happened in this game and they're going to notice 
we should have kept the we needed to keep the the foot on the gas pedal the entire time. Because uh, he he was out coaching. I don't want to say he was out coaching Dabo Sweeney at any point, but he was out coaching their defensive coordinator that entire first half. Yeah, he was. Ven- minute, Brett Venables was struggling, and Brett Venable is one of the top yes. defensive coordinators in all of football, in my opinion. And he he when he let off that foot when he let off that gas pedal, he let Clemson right back into that game. Um, I think he's going to take a look at it. Looking at OSU's schedule next year, I don't see them being in a different position than where no, they were this year at all but i do want to address something that a lot of people in college football have brought up and that's non-conference schedules i think college football should start looking at kind of what college basketball does and do a big 10 sec challenge where you know you got every big 10 team matching up against an sec team you're never that, gonna get it i i know you're never gonna get it you're never gonna but get you, it, then you can't go back to you know the committee saying well look at their out of you know, out of conference schedule. If that is such, they're going to go to eight playoff games at, before they do anything like yeah. that because the money just makes sense. My question though here, does Ryan, does Ryan Day, coach of OSU, does he field any NFL calls? No. Okay, I'm just. I, he, I mean, he's not no. there yet. He Urban are, will. Urban will because Urban was sitting on that sideline like he was about to die. But so you know on that on Urban, dude. All I was thinking is how big's that ulcer right now? Right, like, I mean, right. Yeah. Like, thank you. When his yeah. thank you, his he's hands are on his knees. I'm like, I'm is like, somebody oh, there in case he's gonna have a heart attack? Because <laughs> no, it's like a yeah. conversation. I mean, he was leaned stick. over like I was dude, like, Urban might puke, man. I would. I'm like, Urban might legitimately puke. Is somebody there to help him up? Right. I was too when he was sitting there because oh, they was were like, all hurt. Hey. Listen, they were so they were all. It was dude. Bobby Carpenter had to go on the air for ESPN. Mm-hmm. I think it was ESPN News or whatever. He had to go on the air right after, and you could just like he. I thought he was gonna cry. I, I thought Bobby I Carpenter thought was gonna cry. I thought Herb Street is good. Herb he, Street, he held it together really but, good. Dude, Joey Galloway, Bobby Carpenter, <laughs> so the rest of them. Can't, they're d- d- hurt. I get they it. They can't even hold yeah. it together. I I would be. It is hilarious. Like I mean, literally, Bobby Carpenter, like the red in his eyes. I thought he might cry. Yeah. He was like, "Well, yeah. you just you got to give credit to Clinton." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, so let's move to the NFL a little bit. Obviously, uh, uh, Lions lost. Thank goodness. Twenty three twenty. Um, and what looks, uh, if you watch the game, which I did, um, I was wondering who was wearing Aaron Rodgers' jersey in the first half. Right, yeah? No, I was wondering who was wearing Aaron Rodgers' jersey throwing the ball around I'm because like, dude, you, you he missed blue? guys by 10 yards. Yep. Yes. Like, I mean, he, like, he missed it. Like, it was like he didn't care. It was like throwing it off. And then the way that they turned it around. My, my whole point is, okay, now we got the, the third pick overall. Yep. Right in the draft, NFL draft, which is like, it still doesn't give me the biggest confidence because Washington's got number two, and the biggest move out of not Pat Shermer getting fired as the coach of the Giants, not Freddie Kitchens getting fired as the coach of the Browns, but Bruce Allen stepping down as director of football operations for the Washington Redskins, which means that the guy that's screwed that organization is finally out and and you watch and you've mentioned I bring this up because you, we've had talks when we've been here about you being at the Redskins facility and seeing that there's something there to me that that there's really something there and that could be one of the I guess the next teams to pop out of the cellar absolutely 
Yeah. I mean, Ron, Ron Rivera can coach, and Ron Rivera can coach. So think about what you have in Dwayne Haskins, and Ron Rivera has and, shown, and I, think let's, I can coach that guy. And speaking of OSU, because bring it back mm-hmm. in, but but to me, and I know he was hurt for the last game of the year, but he battled Dwayne. We're talking Dwayne Haskins, quarterback yeah. of Washington, that came from Ohio State, first-round draft choice. He played better than I thought. He oh, developed yes. like there, there's something there. Yeah, right. There's something there, and and also too because this is what I look for, and 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 if you want to correlate it to yesterday, if you watch the Lions game, and even Rogers is giving those looks, but he's communicating, talking to uh, Devonte Adams, and he's the communication. Like they're gonna figure it out. I I got that feeling. The guys like. This Haskins, this Washington team's going to figure it out. So they're going to. Uh, I mean, what what do you think about having the third overall draft and finishing the? the I guess your your wrap up on what the Lions, where they're at, and what they did. The greatest indictment that I have, Ethan and Mac, the the biggest indictment I have on the Lions, I took away from one game yesterday, and that was the Eagles and Giants. Because the freaking Eagles, I told you this have guys Friday, bro. coming off the freaking practice squad. Boston Scott, uh-huh. the baby. Eagles may be the greatest. Like if there's an award for personnel management, right? Mm-hmm. Like like directors, they're direct, they're player personnel and pro personnel people at the Eagles. Higher, let's let's take them. I would take. I would literally, if I was Martha, I would I would like blank checks for the Eagles for the Eagles. Give me your give me your player personnel guy, your pro, pro pro personnel guy, and blank checks. What do you want? Practice squad. He's throwing the dudes who didn't have a job. So this guy was like selling cheesesteaks in September, and now he's at catching Gino's. touchdowns. Yeah. He's at Geno's, and now he's catching <laughs> meaning. Dude, my mind. Like you're telling me, I wouldn't be surprised, Doug Peterson, after the game. Well, I can't you know, get I my backup. By, I stop by this cart every uh, every <laughs> game is, after the game. And, as a Lions uh, a fan, man, this, this guy's is, telling me you need me. I can get out there. Like, what is more? What is more lion-like, man? To sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. And this is not. This is not a case of, hey, you know what? Last game of the year. We got some guys on the practice squad. This is a game. You. This is for the division. And they're like, guy goes down. No, we got you. Like your your pro personnel people are just plugging and playing. Like, hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a I bag groceries. Like, yeah, well, hey, you got some strong shoulders. Like, hey, we can we can use your Sunday. Like, come on. I'm like, is it? I'm like this, but that is the job. That that right there tells me that my organization yeah doesn't get it. Yeah. In terms of how they go and, about and, talent evaluation, and Phillies does, and Phillies does. I, That's guys that play for each other on on nothing, and it shows that, me the leadership of Carson Wentz, but also the, the what a great coach Doug Peterson is. Not even X's and O's, but but and I get the his psychology. Pass happy. Right? I get his pass happy. Yeah, the kid threw four four thousand yards, and not one receiver had, had more than five hundred. I know. But dang, god dang. That, That's crazy. That is, that is the people who wear the suits and sit at the desk doing their, their job. job. Imagine that. Your group yeah. got put together right. because people Did were the doing the job. This is not complicated. What do we want to be? What do we need to be? And then what do we what pieces do we need to this whole thing, man? That's why I say it. It's it the Lions is culture. Well, there's the talent. Well, who's hiring the talent? And then who hired them? 
you know, I mean, that's this 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 whole what are we gonna do with the three picks? I don't. I, what is what does history tell us that we're gonna yes. do with that pick? And, that, and this is what I love there about having you here is that like somebody said, there's this McCarty, this young McCarty. Yeah, wait, I, I need Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I was, need that. His name was Paul Crowley. And he was the Ontario Hockey League scout. And I didn't go as a 19-year-old and, and whatever like that, but he drilled it into Kenny Holland's mind that needed the type of player that I was coming down, you know, eventually down the road. You look at it, it's putting pieces together. Now, with the Lions and watching and, and watching them is the effort there. The talent's not, which goes to It was just a matter of time where it's like if you're playing a video game and your power meter runs out and then you die. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It's just like a, it's like Respawn. because, because yeah. listen because because there's no quit and guys care. It's just either lack of ability that they're out. You know, like let's get one thing straight. Yeah, you could try hard, but if your talent level is high school and the others are professional, that's frustrating. You're not going to win. Then you find guys that not only care but you can plug in. Hey, bro, um, grocery bagger guy. I just need you to set the edge every time. Don't let anybody run over to your right. Like, they simplify it, and they know what they have and what they have to do. So, I mean, they're held together. Philly is, but Where's our guy, dude? Where's our story? So here's my – if I'm a Lions fan, where's our, where's our, where's our cool-ass story? Where's our cool story? Where's our – hey, we got, we got Willie Bucks. Hey, you know what? He was – Willie Bucks, he was at two years. He was working at four. James Snacks Harrison worked at Walmart, man. Snacks was working at Walmart, and then his career may be over. When the Giants got, but I mean, it's like, yeah. where's our, where is our, our talent evaluators? Uh, where are you guys? It's, it's at? in the past. The Giants were at Walmart, apparently. I mean, it's it's in the past. I think the the last one you had was uh was a Joke Bell doing security at the various stadiums. That was probably your last, you I, know, story. Well, and then Wayne State, that, yeah. that, I mean, that helped. But, it, stuff. but you're right. There's no – other than, you know, other than you have the quarterback. And, and the, you know, the story – well, Kenny Galladay. That, that, and that's unfortunate, the concussion yesterday yeah. after that yeah. catch that he made. And what yeah. a great season he had. And you got – there's your story. Yeah. To me, out of anything else out of this year, you look at that, that Kenny Galladay has established himself as a number one receiver. But then what do we do with it? Because well, our identity well, is not our, right. what is our, our our identity is not offense. No, it's not a power run game. It's, I don't know who we are. That's it. it. It's where good players and their promising careers come to die. It's the same thing with what with Barry. Barry had a great career, but he has nothing to show for it, trophy wise, because the team doesn't do anything. Calvin Johnson had a great career. He has nothing to show for it though. Except for what his personal, you know, accomplishments were. Yeah, no, I mean, it's 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 frustrating to say, you know, with with some of the talent that we've had, you just you need that sort of team effort. One of the other things I wanted to bring up, obviously, with the playoffs uh, starting, but uh, so Green Bay. Came into Detroit, and even though they did it ugly, and it doesn't matter, they don't ask how, they ask how many wins you got to get the home field advantage at the end and, and did what they did. Well, how about New England? New England <laughs> at home in Foxborough against the Miami Dolphins. Fitzmagic, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick, who's 
I'm not going to say he's as old as I am, but I mean, he's closer to me in age than he <laughs> I, than he is to Evan in age. And I bet, I or mean, Ethan, and that I mean. beard, Ethan, you got a nice beard, but I mean, oh, it's I Patrick. Know. But, no, I but, know. And, and this is the amazing thing, right? Because anybody who didn't, didn't understand is that uh, with 30 seconds left, uh, <laughs> Fitzy drove the field and scored a touchdown on the Patriots to win in Foxborough to make New England play their first wild card game on a Saturday since 2009. But here's the thing that got me, right? Because Stefan Gilmore, who is the uh who is the all-pro corner big guy, you know, one of these um I guess go-to yeah, guys be, he might be, might be the, but wait. So Devontae Parker, they target him. They they put him one on one yesterday, and 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 Gilmore, to his credit, he's been shutting everybody down. But they tar- they went straight after Gilmore, and I wonder if moving forward, this is something that um, Tennessee is going to take a look at and stuff because he had eight targets and 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 was all over him. Or he had eleven targets, had eight catches. Devontae Parker against Gilmore and pretty much threw it to a threw oh, it in, into the abyss. Oh yeah, you owned him. But, that, but flat out. so 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 how do you? And this is what I, I'm going to ask you after uh, we're going to take a quick break here from the live from uh, Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios with the interview. But coming back, Clarence, I want you to ask me as a top athlete or a possible MVP candidate, you get roasted your last game, and how do you respond from that after this? Check out the newest member of Jim Reels' family of dealerships, the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. During the Black Friday sales event, lease the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2019 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Bighorn 4x4, now just $199 a month with zero down. For your best deal, it's the all-new Jim Reels-friendly Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Romeo. And there's nothing more friendly than a great deal from Jim Reels. That's right. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddy's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. Thank you to our sponsors, Jim Reels, Friendly Jeep, and Freddy the Pizza Man. You can always get, I uh, wonder where our pizza is. <laughs> All right, Freddie. Next time, maybe Friday. You you never know. So, how? Because that's not only shock to the system, right? Where where everybody in Foxborough doing a little chink in the armor. But when you bank on like this is your guy, this is your shutdown guy, this is this, and he gets lit up. Character wise, how does he respond? Like like how does he? Is it just like one of those things? Like it's a misnomer. Like it's just like a it happened, or do you? Because I would think that he's got to go work twice as hard or see. No, Devontae Parker's huge, first off. Right. I mean, he's a, a yep. big receiver, but he had all day. See, that's the other That's the other part of this. When you're a cornerback, the thing you're – so you know the one Mississippi, two Mississippi? Yeah. When you're a cornerback, mm-hmm. you want one Mississippi, two – and then you need your line to be there. See, if you give somebody all day, you, you'll never win the battle. Dude, if I can run around and you don't know where I'm going – and you give my guy seven seconds, like, I'm going to eventually get you. Like the Lions do every week. Yes, or or LSU. Because at yeah. the end of the day, the problem is, is if you put pressure on the kid, he scrambles. Mm-hmm. And if you let him stand there, he's a surgeon. So the issue yesterday for me watching the game, which was hilarious, was, oh, yeah, this is going to be ugly. Because there's no pressure. 
I mean, there's no pressure. I mean, some of these, and it's not like these are three yard, two yard. They were chunk plays. Yeah. With no pressure. So at one point, I think even Gilmore, he 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 went up and kind of was just like, "Come on, can man. we can we get can we? This is Ryan Fitz. We can't put pressure on Fitz. Like you, dude. I'm out here on an island, like bro." Yeah. Fits. So his island, so he and great players, it's like they can only yes, do well, so much. Remember what they did. Dak right. Prescott spent most of that game running for his life. So when the Patriots are good, they're dialing it up. They're able to get pressure on. But two things happened yesterday. A, I think they completely disrespected Ryan Fitzpatrick because they went base on a lot of things. Yeah. And then when they tried to get the pressure there, it was too late because by that point, now you're in a dogfight. Your defense has been on the field. I mean, it, it was just... I did not like the game called defensively. And that's where I just kind of thought, like, okay, well, I don't know if I don't know what the Patriots are doing because you wrapped up the division, but you still should be fighting for your life. And Fitz is back there kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I might get I'm gonna order from Starbucks. There's Devontae Parker. Oh, do I want the mocha? There he is again. There's no pressure. So everybody's like, oh, Gilmore got lit up. And I'm like, no, your line failed you. Do, do you think New England came into this game <coughs> thinking this is a throwaway game for Miami? They're not going to try to No, they're us? fragile. They're so fragile right now. Okay. They're completely How- and totally. When you you can't get your, – your defense now, the thing that's killing your defense – is your offense. Yeah. Because now Tom and those guys need 12 and 15 hey, and 16 biggest, plays to score seven points. Did you watch the end of the first half with them over a minute and three timeouts and you let the clock pretty much yeah. ran at red light? Yes. Like that is, and usually, you know, having something, but to watch Brady sort of like know that they don't it was know the what smartest. To do. No, no, but it was just yeah. like, because old Tom Brady would have been losing his mind. Like, call Tom, what do we do? You know, you've seen him yeah. like this. Here it was like, oh, I'm sort of like defeated. To me, that, and after watching, you know, so what do we got? Uh, the AF. Well, yeah. You know what else happened too? So it, the football, the attrition of football happens sometimes overnight and it's scary because two teams got old real fast. You think about the Rams and you think about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. The same thing that happened to the Patriots or the Rams happened to the Patriots. It's just the Rams are in a tougher division. Right. Yeah. Nine and seven. The Patriots, if the Patriots were in any semblance of a division, take away the Jets and, you know, the Dolphins, you know, you you put one more tough team in there. Yeah. And now the Patriots might be nine and seven. But the Rams, same people, man, when you make those deep runs last year, all of a sudden the Rams look slower. They look, I mean, that line looks worn down. Them holes aren't well, there. They, you know, it's it, the same. Where's but, Julian Edelman? Right. Where the hell is Julian Edelman? Hurt as hell. <laughs> and when he's on the field, it's like, dude, he's in cement. Like he's slow. He's not beating. Julian Edelman used to kill people off man to man. Remember yeah. what he did to the Falcons? Yep. Yeah. Julian Edelman can't get if he can't get separation and you got no ground. They are legitimately concerned. And this is the first uh, time since 2009 they will not be getting a first round bye. No. And they got to play Tennessee. And, and I'm coach familiar Blitzen. with that organization. Yes. I, I liked Blitz I watched that night. game yesterday. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, he, you know, it's yes. one of those situations where it come from Miami that, the, you know, different scenery gives them uh, a different situation. But, but dude, my point is watching after what Fitz did, Fitz did to him, Tennessee with A.J. Brown. 
and watching mm-hmm. that man child. Yep. Holy, and then Corey Davis, uh, oh, yeah, Western no. kid. Don't like, forget Derek Henry. And then right? Derek Henry Taylor, running behind Taylor Lewan. Listen, yep. those holes. And, and I'll tell and you, Jack, and, and Jack Conklin. Oh Listen, God, Jack. I'm, guys, did you watch? <laughs> did you Jack see Jack how important Conklin. it was God, for I that Tennessee? Did you see how important it was for that team? That's why yeah. you see team, but how important it was for that offensive line to block down late in the game when it doesn't matter, whatever, to get him and they bust Henry for fifty-one to to get the rushing no, record, whatever. Yeah. But we know who we are. The play of absolutely. Man, I, 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 so again, I'm and I'm like you. I'm flicking. I'm trying to see everything. Mm-hmm. I turn the game on and it's fourteen to seven, third quarter, right? Yeah. Yep. And they've got the ball at their own, like, 20 or something crazy. Tennessee. And they ran it. And just 10. every – and at one point I'm looking, I'm they like – And I'm thinking, they, like, well, they're going to throw eventually. No. And it, <laughs> Ten you don't have runs. to. But it was. It was like five, seven, seven, five, eight, seven, eight, five, eight, four, five, eight, touchdown. Ten. And I'm just like, <laughs> nine. My mind is – I'm like, ah. But I'm also envious because it's like – you know who you are, and you're imposing yep. your will. Vrabel's literally saying, "Like, like, do you know oh, how yeah, we're just going?" And Romeo Cornell's looking over there, like, well, I don't know what to do, <laughs> and they're just chewing through him. Romeo Cornell is literally sitting, like, "Dude, I mean, really?" And, and it's you, like, "Yeah, there's nothing you, you could do." You could just see like the tilt come. Yes, you can have like in, in hockey, right? Where say your four checkers say like that's part of the grind there or whatever, and you're just like, you got the. F- you know, the puck's getting dumped in, and you're hit. your full stride. Oh. You got that D lined up. Doesn't matter. You're hammering him. He passes it. it. The touchdown Bobby's was hilarious. Him before man, Derrick Henry had this weird pause on the one touchdown. It was almost it was like the like the final touchdown of that drive, <coughs> where it was almost like, dude, are you serious? The hole's that big? Like he got it. <laughs> he almost he felt stopped, bad. And he looked and he's like, oh, okay. He almost <laughs> felt bad. I was so the Patriots are are playing. Like, if you could have picked a team to not play. It would be Tennessee. It would be Tennessee, Tennessee. yeah. They, they probably would rather p- play Buffalo. Well, think about it. What's going to happen against Tennessee? Even if you win, yeah. you lose. Yeah, and you know what that's like. Pounded, bro. Oh, well, they, uh, yeah. Because nobody wants to play them. Yeah, and they got in. And that's how you guys were. It was like, dude, yeah. I can give, I can play the Wings one or two games, but four? Yeah. yeah. It just wears on you. It's like, hey, buddy, how you feeling after game one? Oh, I'm okay. And then by you just looking at them by game five, and they're just like, and you're just looking like, I'm gonna hit you so hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no. it's just the whole. There we go. Exactly. And it does. And and if you think about like imposing your, and man, pose your will. But that's what this town. Think about who this town loves. Yeah. Your wings, the '84 Tigers, the, the bad, bad boys. boys, the '04 Pistons, the will. We yep. posing will. Will, and that's what people just we love that just that because it it's it is a legitimate. Thing, man, I was out there skating yesterday. Like, <laughs> if somebody, if I would have had another grown man next to me, like, hey, 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 I'd be like, oh my god, sup? Get me out of here. So I could only imagine. Yeah. Just Claire, the, Claire's went skating. Was that the first time you went skating? Bro, no, it was like the third time. Third time, you, but you, first time you didn't did remember. It. You didn't remember uh, it was that hard, dude. I'm, I, bro, sweating, like dying. I'm like. I need water. I had to go get water. <laughs> I'm like, man, we'll pay for these. I'm like, why? I'm like, why are they playing charging three dollars for water? I get it. <laughs> but um, no, man, it's, Tennessee was beautiful to watch because that identity and the Patriots. The Patriots, man, are unfortunately. It's just you. Bill Belichick is literally probably at his office with a migraine because he knows this is. There's just no way around how physical and how ugly. 
and how beat up they are going to be. And win or lose, you're going to lose because they are coming. And Taylor mm-hmm. Lewan and, and bad Jack Conklin, who I love, they are just going to hit them and hit them and hit them. Yeah. And then even if even if they just run coverage, they got nobody that can handle it. I mean, the man-to-man has been tipped. You run man on the Patriots now, and you're going to force them. I'll give you 15 possessions. Try it. Without running the ball, oh, good luck. You're going to mm-hmm. go you, – dink and dunk – try and dink and dunk us up the field. It ain't happening. And, oh, by the way, Tom, we're coming. So it, and, and literally the worst thing that could have happened to them. That's why yeah. they had to get that. And, and we talk about even if they win, even if they win, they got to p- go to Kansas City now. Oh, yeah. So and now you're – oh. oh. You got you to gotta play into a shootout because you know every time that the Patriots and the Chiefs play, it's, it's a shootout. So, Mac, what is that, Mac, what is that like when, when you just – because, I mean, look, everybody's honest. What is it like? I mean, who who were the guys where you just went? I mean, was it Colorado where you were just like, no, I seven mean, against these guys? Or were you guys just? Uh, yeah, but you get it. But there's an excitement. There's an excitement about because you find out what you're made of. And, and, and it's almost like, and they say it during the year you have these games um, where you you know, spotlight. But did you March. ever get anybody at a time where you were like, you guys were banged up, you weren't right? Oh, you were just yeah, like, that's playoffs, you just looked at man. The, you, But you just looked at the seating like, oh, man, it's going to be a tough one. You know, I, I think um, some of the years that we were more injured uh, for the playoff runs, I know that when we lost to L.A. and then one year we lost to Calgary, we were beat up. But it's, uh, you know, like the Calgary year that they went to the finals against uh, – Against Tampa was when they beat us out, and they had that physical team. But you know, we we were older, and and sort of you see you see it more as the times change. Sort of like New England, sort of last hurrah. This is probably, you know, the end of this. What twenty years? Before we say that, I mean, right, we sit, right, 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 I mean, the crazy but, thing is, I sat here talking about culture and yeah. just you know, Dabo just wanting to get them into yeah. the. I but mean, who's got the call? And you're right. And and who who out of anybody do should we not? Bet against. Bet against. Is about out of anybody Brady say don't. But, right? But but with all the writing in the sand, it seems like this is the time. And plus he's got an old one of his old coaches coming back. You know, like Flores from Miami beat him last week, which yep. is huge. Now he's got Vrabel coming Did back. Did you guys Tennessee. flip? Is it is it as simple as a proverbial playoffs? Like is that a, is it is it yeah, just every individual? You know, Did you I, for you what was it for you? Yeah, it was, was it the locker room smell different? Was it just how? What is it? Uh, usually the weather starts to get nicer, <laughs> and then the golf the golf clubs are out. Uh. So playoffs and golf clubs, are, the golf and playoffs were like they, they go hand in hand. And why I because it was just about the game, right? So just get yourself ready for the game. And then as as we learned how to do it, and as Scotty mm-hmm. trained us, then it was all about you just getting ready for the game. So that's all that mattered. And, it was like every game was so exciting because it meant something and um, with the guys that it did. And then, and then after you win it, right, then you realize, oh, man, you know what it's about and you know what it means to win. So you want that again and again and again. And some years it works out and some years it doesn't. Would it be – or so obviously you got seven-game series in yeah. hockey versus one game. Winner take all. Winner take all. Game seven. Because every football is, football is just Yeah, and seven. I've won some and I've lost some and, and whatever else. That's why, you know, like 
what you said at the beginning. I'm gonna for seven game series. I better have worn down whoever my guy is, right? Whether it's usually a defenseman or something. I but it, he better know that it's at the end of the series that man, you know that's what I look forward to is that he knew I was coming every every time. Like what that left defenseman, whatever, didn't want to be out there with me because I was gonna put you know body wood whatever like this yeah. it wasn't going to be easy so that's the one thing is when you know you have to go up against a guy every night so looking at the playoff picture though in the nfc it seems a lot more cluttered than the afc i think the afc it's really baltimore's to lose but the nfc like who who do you guys think is the favorite coming out that's you know the, that's a tough one dude like right now I like New Orleans. I like New Orleans just for some for some reason out of uh, out of that side, at least against Minnesota, uh, and then and then and then um, we'll see. But 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 the biggest thing we're talking about culture is what Green Bay accomplished yesterday. So everything's got to go through Green Bay, right? No, through uh, San, uh, Francisco. San Francisco. But through San Francisco. Thing, we talked about this. We talked about this um, last week. Shocked or not shocked, the Saints didn't take AB. There had to be more to it. You right? think so? Yeah, there had I to be. Mean, it had to be something other than like something where the league said was going to make it harder than easier. And they said it's not worth the trouble. Well, and the league hasn't finished their investigation into AB. And if New Orleans were to sign him or any team were to sign him, the NFL knows that they'd have to, you know, close the investigation really quickly. To you know, determine whether or not he can play, and I don't think New Orleans is willing to take the risk of signing him to then not be able to use him, because the NFL is, right now they're taking their sweet time with that investigation. But a minute he signs with a team, they're going to kind of want to speed it up and the see cons what's going on. The pros, you know, yeah. like it, it was, and and if I'm going to speculate, it was a conversation like. Well, you could sign him, but it would be this or it would be that. The fact I don't know. that they worked him out confirms, I think, what you're saying. Yeah. Because, like I said, it was closer. You, don't, it you was, don't bring him no. in there. You you brought him in there with everybody's blessing, yeah. but something or somebody, something went down. We don't know because there's no. I thought once you have the workout, I'm like, this has got to. If this ain't a done deal, then. That's something, yeah. something. Well, and some of the reports were they were waiting for, to hear back from the NFL on what the story is with him because re- realistically do you want to be paying a guy for what would that be four weeks if they made it all the way to the super bowl do you want to be paying him for four weeks to find out that he can't play maybe in your in last two bowl. games yeah. or in the super bowl um but isn't I, it i will say isn't don't isn't the nfl like other sports where it's you, you don't get paid in the playoffs but you're part of the playoff share whatever depending on how you, where you finished because yeah, that's because that's I'm, I'm not sure because I don't think your contract goes through. I will um I will say for the Niners having this thing at home the whole way through is if Green Bay was one I would say there's a problem. I'm gonna take the <laughs> Niners because defense so you, so you don't have to travel yeah but defense holds up the running game holds up Green Bay or the Saints having to go there is the problem because that defense. Is better, mm-hmm. so they have a better defense than both Green Bay and uh, the Saints in the running game. Man, dude, that, they got Breda, Moser, Tevin Coleman. I mean, you you when you look at the Niners, nothing is 
beautiful, but everything is efficient. They know who they are. They got the their defense going to. They got used check their fullback out of the backfield yeah. running, I mean, running go yeah. routes. <laughs> and it, it, it's I, I like teams with so they so did they did they check the box? They have identity. Mm-hmm. Is the quarterback good enough to make plays? Yes. Can he manage the game? Yes. Will he turn the ball over? No. Can they control the clock? Yes. Tight end, they can make plays. Absolutely. <laughs> the best. So I, and, and, oh, by the way, this time of year, you better have a field goal kicker, and they got Robbie Gold. So if I'm going through, then, yeah, I like I like them a lot, and I think it's going to be Green Bay. I think it's going to be Green Bay and San Fran, in San Fran for the NFC title. I don't think the Saints are going to be able to survive going to Green Bay. It's just no way. Even if Aaron Rodgers looks like what he looked like this past weekend, yeah. But in the second half, if he looks like that, then I mean, you, see, that's the thing. He's I always mean, got that, it. I, if you look at the look at the Saints, look at the Saints' playoff record on the road in cold yeah. weather. Yeah, the last suck. the last ten years. Yeah, no, I mean their their playoff record on the road period has not been great. No, whether so, it's indoors or outdoors. So right now, um, on the Monday before the New Year, you would say Baltimore, San Fran, Super Bowl right now. I, I'm, I'm gonna say sure. I'm gonna say Kansas City. Yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore again. Like I say, man, Baltimore is not. They haven't. They're not ready yet. Okay. Still not. Playoffs a whole different animal. No, I, I get it. I get. Animal. I get it. Andy, you just Reed, say can't Kansas City. Can... I trust Andy Reid. Like I okay. think if Andy with with the Patriots down, if Andy Reid can't do it right now, right? No, you, exactly. You shouldn't have to see Belichick. It goes back to our first conversation about you know we always knew it was usually coming down to yeah. Colorado and us, yeah. but if that one year or whatever we could slide no, back without time, going man. through them like mm-hmm. against Dallas, that's where you have to take advantage. Yeah, and, um, and if Tennessee can pull off the upset over New England, a you don't face them. Period. But b you face uh, a Houston or Buffalo team that that realistically doesn't match up well against you, period. So you should be making it at least to the AFC Championship game where if you play Baltimore, you've already beat them up this year before. Uh, you have a defense that can hang with a Lamar Jackson. You have the speed on the outside. It would be a very interesting matchup, and that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Kansas City. I said I wasn't going to mention this, but, I mean, just real quick because it's the it, freaking Michigan. Um, but <laughs> buddy of mine down there said it. Uh, he's like, they. He like, he's like saving. Yeah, he's like they may win by forty. They like saving. Oh, he's talking about Alabama, <laughs> Michigan. He's like he's not. Like, he's, he's not legitimately. Happy. Yeah. So that, and, that and This on. is a total setup for. He's he wants to show the entire world, like, I'm back in charge, mm-hmm. and here's what you're going to see next year. Because a lot of your preseason rankings based off of how you finish, and he yeah. like he's telling people this is a program game. If uh, if Alabama destroys Michigan by forty, should uh, Jim Harbaugh start looking at other places to looking. see if uh, he's already looking? There's a job yeah. out there. There are people out there. There, yeah, man. There, there. You're gonna Cleveland's gonna reach out. People are gonna reach out to him qu- quietly because he'll yeah. want it to be quietly. Nobody's gonna want to upset the apple cart there, but it. it He's so far behind the Ohio State eight ball at this point, man. Like it's not even close in terms of talent. Yeah. You know what's you know what's sad is is that when because uh, remember when he first came in and it was like we're gonna close that gap. It's so much further it's now. So much yep. further. It's 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 ridiculous. And they're then they are. It's and it's it's unfortunate for Michigan fans mm-hmm. that don't want to accept the fact because I get it. But if you're Alabama, you you almost have to win this game by forty 
just to remind people coming yeah. into next year. There's a remind. Yeah, hey, yeah, there's yeah. some. Of, there's some of this. Like, hey, I mean, don't, I don't forget. Think you need to win by forty, but if oh you're, yeah, but, you but, do. But if you're you do, de- but if your defense holds strong, your offense goes for at least like five hundred plus. They're going to score twenty-one defensive points against Michigan. I like it. Wow. They're going like to score it. 21 defensive points. <laughs> it's oh, going to happen. Hey, it's going to happen. Hey, you just came in. You give him a hug yeah. earlier. You put a yes. smile on oh, his yeah. face. If I'm Ohio perfectly. State, if you're an Ohio State fan, the only yeah. thing you have left now is to watch Michigan literally get embarrassed, and they are going to get. Yeah. That thing is a – I've said this, and I don't know why people don't want to accept it. Michigan football right now is as close to toxic as mm-hmm. you can get. Kids don't want to be there. Kids are deciding to not sign there. The players that are there – Aren't completely bought in, or they're trans, or, or they're, they're transferring. Yeah. This thing is officially ugly. Nobody yeah. wants to say it, but it's the the first step to getting parity with Ohio State is to say, mm-hmm. "Yo, we're like you just said, we're we're further back than we were. The Lions are further self-awareness. Back. We're further back than where we yeah. were. You can only make Jim change Caldwell. when you know what yes. you're going to change. And, and something that Maz always brings up is. You know, you got at Michigan, you got John Harbaugh, the quarterback whisper. You have, you know, alumni like Tom Brady and others. Why can't they recruit a quarterback? They did, but he's the 47th ranked quarterback in the class. Why is Michigan? Yeah, you'd think if the, the Jim Harbaugh, the quarterback whisperer, yeah. would have quarterbacks because, coming out I mean, like Clay they, Kingsbury. They lost out on two quarterbacks to Ohio State. And the fact of the matter being, that the two quarterbacks that are going to Ohio State know that they won't be competing for a job next year, and they're going to have to fight each other because they for can. the starting job the year they after. Can't do the, he, can't, he can't do the job. Ohio State just gets the job done. And you can, I mean, I, go back as far as we want. What, uh, yeah. uh, Torrey Smith, mm-hmm. Terrell Pryor. Um, I mean, who was it before? I mean, they keep. Getting yeah. all American arms. You had, you had Braxton JT Miller. JT Barrett, Braxton Miller. Like they go and get the yeah. guys that fit what they want to do and they just go get them. That's the job. And the minute that we just stop, like, everybody is so afraid to just say Jim Harbaugh can't do, they're like, well, what, what will happen if we fire? I don't know. But you, you're going <laughs> to keep doing this? This is ridiculous. This is what I hate about this brand, but man. I'll, it's just this this idea that this we're, we're too good to just, yeah. no. Get rid of this guy and move mm-hmm. forward. Well, and the biggest thing right now that Ohio State or any team that has been winning consistently every year can show is we're in the college football playoff. Do you want to be a part of a team that can go to this championship pretty much? Michigan, what is the latest accomplishment that you can use as a recruiting tool? Because you haven't won a Big Ten championship in 15 years. You've gone to bowl games. Yes, you've won some. You've lost some. But you have not been consistently on the level of even the top tier of the Big Ten. Michigan recruiting, they go and they talk about the tradition and the brand and the block M and the blue and the duh, 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 hail to the victors and bow and all that. But does that mean anything you know if Ohio, you're not getting results? No, because Ohio State says, Darren, hey, buddy, <laughs> you want to go to the NFL? And I'm like, uh-huh. It's like, well, there's three schools you can go to, and let me tell you why ours is better. So I was thinking about Michigan. It's like, well, hey, buddy, here's a list of the top three schools where NFL guys go. Michigan ain't on there. Now, do you want to come here? Michigan used to be on. Michigan used to be on there. So it's that simple, man. It's so so easy. Hey, I'm elite. Go back and see 
where the Michigan program is since Harbaugh's been there and the draft, or like I just want to see the yeah. guys that, so okay. you can literally see oh, the Mac, guys that have come out and stuff. This thing is, do we live in a day and age where the the it's just simple and these guys talk? These kids go to the same things. They talk. Mm-hmm. So guess who's struggling right now? Look at look at the teams that are really kind of they're out of that. The tier. smoke and mirrors are struggling, but they don't Whoever's know why. Got hey, smoke and mirrors, here's not Texas. Substance. I don't understand why we don't blah 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 no more. Texas, said, well, dude, it, again, the top three schools who have been putting out draft picks: Alabama, Clemson. Ohio State. You got, if you, you got, ain't you gotta in put, that, got to put Oklahoma up there too. Uh, okay, let's put let's put them some. But if you ain't in that that tier, that yeah. three, then again, you can't recruit against me when I show up and I go, "Hey, kid." Yeah. And and what kid's gonna say he's not? No. Hey. No. Hey, I, I, hey little. Hey, little Mac. You think of yourself as an NFL tight end? You want to get on? No, the, sir. I just want to go to school for four years. And oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah. go to Harvard. <laughs> but Texas, Notre Dame, and Michigan are all struggling with because their yeah. fan bases are like, well, why wouldn't you want to come here? You, mm-hmm. it, like, this drives me crazy. It does, and, and that's all. USC, thing. all of them. I was going to say, USC, all of them. I believe right now their class is ranked like 75th. Yeah. They're behind Bowling Green. But they that's let my them, funny but thing. But you know what? Again, <laughs> you you thought your tradition and all that. These yeah. kids don't want to hear that, man. Like, I want. what do you want to do? I want to go pro. Mm-hmm. So put people on your staff that have that get pro experience. That's his selling That's point. Yep. Harbaugh should have been able to do that. You are a pro coach. Yep. All right, guys, quickly, uh, for all you NBA fans out there who wonder what the Pistons were doing, they lost last night 136-109. to 109. Andre oh. had 21-18. and 18. D. Rose had 24, but uh, they're 12-21. and 21. Next game's tonight against the Utah Jazz in Utah. I'm going to make that one. And the Red Wings, well... Here's the good news and the bad news. Obviously, bad news, they lost 5-4 on Saturday to Florida and 2-1 yesterday to the Tampa Bay Lightning to bring their record to a 9-28-3. The bad news is, for all you betters out there that kept betting the wings plus one or minus plus one and a half or whatever, you got screwed. So tomorrow night is the regular New Year's Eve game against San Jose down at Little Caesars Arena. I will be in there doing the in-house, so if you're down there, come by and say hi. I'm joined by Art Regner and uh, Danielle Steele. Artie Regner. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. I'll tell him you said hi, Clarence. <laughs> but other than that, we'll uh, hope a New Year's victory uh, for the Red Wings. That's uh, that's all I got for the hockey update. That's how much time that they <laughs> deserved. Tw- 9, 28, and 3. And 12, yeah. and 21. And but hey, spring training's yeah. around the corner. Hey, we, we got go. a World yep, Series go. winner just sitting here. <laughs> Uh, this is the first baseball mainly. Jess, come on, man. Maybe help me feel good about my about my Tigers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And anybody who cares. Uh, Corey uh, Dickerson. Corey Dickerson. Signing, yeah, two years, $17.5 million with Miami. Go get your Miami Marlins jersey. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a lot of college football to talk about on Friday. Though. Yeah, we'll get into it more. We'll give our picks. We'll look into the. Uh, we'll look into uh, what's going on in the NFL, lay, lay our picks down and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, you know, look forward to it. Uh, been a great, uh, great day here, uh, Mac and Maz. Uh, thank you, Clarence. You think Dad was you, listening? Ethan, hey, no. Dad, if you were listening, Dad, you better not Dad, listening. Darren was, Darren was putting gum underneath the seat. I was, I was. It'll be here for you when you get back. All right, for Maz and friends, uh, Darren McCarty, Clarence Black, Ethan Perlman. Join us here on our Streamcast uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We'll see you Friday. We're out. <laughs>